Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Welcome to the studio now, Tucker Sargent, a guy who, uh, one of the, what, what are we going to call you? One of the founding fathers of, of ESPN. I guess you, you were along for- be a founding father. Yeah, I mean, you were- Am I on the right mic? Oh, yeah, you're on the right mic. This, right. this one sort of got uh, severed. I don't know what happened here. All we right. had a, we had a little decapitation of the cord here. So, welcome in, man. How you doing? I Cold. It's freezing. What? Uh, yeah, I don't even know what happened. You, usually, you know, whatever, mid-20s, that's all good, but four degrees. I, it is one of the rare instances that we actually canceled uh, lacrosse practice today. So you guys are diving into the lacrosse already. First game is Saturday. Wow, February 2nd, and these guys are practicing lacrosse. Unbelievable. It is our 10th anniversary. Each Wednesday, we're going to get the show kicked off with the Founding Fathers. Our good buddy Ryan Tutel will be swinging by here in a couple weeks. Just depends on when he gets back stateside. That's right. He's coming back from South Africa. So when he gets back around, we'll have does him have in the studio. Ticket? Well, he does. In fact, his visa is about to expire. I don't think he would actually be oh, coming back. <laughs> There's got to be a reason he's coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back because... Uh, he can't stay. He can't stay. He'd, he'd have to get a, a large extension on his visa. I also think that uh, his... Uh, Sister's ready to uh, deport him at this point. <laughs> I think that she's, uh, she's... You know, he really doesn't mind imposing. No, 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 no. Shameless. <laughs> fully shameless. Hey, I'm going to bring my entire family, all three of my little kids, to your house, and we're going to stay as long as I tell you. It's amazing. It's, I don't know if it's a great trait or uh, or not. I don't know. Endearing. It's endearing, to be sure. Well, Ryan will join us. Our good friend Tommy Evans, who's uh, done so much work behind the scenes here at Missoula Broadcasting Company and specifically here at ESPN. He said he's already got a whole outline prepared for his segment. So uh, he'll be joining us. That's a lot us. more than me. I just showed up. But Tommy, Tommy was here from the beginning. Absolutely. And then I believe we're efforting Dave Cowan, former general manager here at uh, Missoula Broadcasting Company, another guy that had a big influence on us starting. But 10 years of ESPN Radio in Missoula. I've been along for it for about half the ride. And uh, Chuck was here very much towards the beginning. Before we get into some storytelling time, though, how about this? You want some wings? We got so many wings for you. It's unbelievable. We're going to give you 10 wings every 10 minutes to celebrate ESPN Radio's 10th anniversary we're already one giveaway in. Let's make it two. 406-888-1029. Every Wednesday show, Wing It Wednesday, we'll have 10 wings every 10 minutes. Presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call us right now. 
888-1029. Let's go caller number one. You call us right now, 888-1029. We got 10 wings from the, des- the best wing spot here in the state of Montana. So, Tucker, you actually started here at Missoula Broadcasting Company once upon a time as a salesman. Is that right? Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a longer story than that. But, yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah, I came on as a salesman. Okay. And uh, then at, at what point had you been working here when our good buddy Ryan Tutel started doing his uh, his Tuesdays with Tutel? Well, so the whole ESPN thing started before, prior to that. This was something that sure. we've been talking with. This is uh, a good origin story, yeah, and I, I know with, our uh, our owner here uh, doesn't want this story told, so we're absolutely going to tell the yeah, story so right now. Becky Smith and, I, uh, <laughs> and Dave Count have been talking about this for a while and, and developing more sports uh, in the Missoula market and covering high school, college sports better than they've ever been covered before and trying to figure out the platform to do it. And uh, one it was, it was one day I was sitting at the... Uh, uh, Missoula Osprey baseball game and noticed that the uh, Fox Sports and ESPN Radio were uh, advertising on the same billboard. And I thought, that's weird. Competitors are advertising together. So we dove into it a little bit and uh, got in touch with some folks at ESPN and found out that we could acquire uh, the ESPN signal. And so that was really how it happened was just... Uh, you know, realizing talking to the right people, getting ESPN on the air, um, on the airways and under this house, and putting it de- putting it with people who really wanted to grow it and manage it, and not just basically replay totally the, the national scene. And I think that's one of the great things that th- this show has done. Starting with you know Tutel, myself, Colter, you taking it over, all the programming Tommy's done, everything behind the scenes, going back to guys like Dave Cowan and the, the original vision of uh, Becky Smith, too, is really covering not just the national sports. We know those are important, but the local sports here in Montana, the high school, the youth, all the other things going on that we can get in and affect them, tell these people's stories. Um, and ESPN was thrilled to hear that someone wanted to kind of take the, take their brand and run with it and dive into the community. So that's how we actually got it. And then once we got going, it was like, all right, well, we need – Another guy. There needs right. to be a voice of it, and Ryan was one of the first ones on uh, to jump on and start showing us. Start out with two t- Tuesdays with two tell, um, just one hour on the mic. Once it was a one, week, one right? hour on Tuesdays, yeah. And uh, I remember he and I launched that first show. I don't know why my name didn't get to be put on that that initial one, but sure. uh, we were both there, and I remember you know being so nervous the first show, really, and just like. Sweating. I mean, it was that the first like time we. You. Well, it was the first time we opened the mic, and we didn't really know what we were doing or how it was going to go. Well, or, or I still or, don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but once you get comfortable <laughs> being blind and not knowing what you're doing, it's a lot easier. But the first time when there's expectations, you're like, "Oh, this is the first one. I can't screw it up." I know. Uh, and then you realize you can screw it up all the time, and it's just time, right? It just goes, it's gone, and then people forget about it. It's uh, so it's so funny too because now I've gotten, uh, you know, we we have so many. Um, a variety of guests and contributors around here. I mean, there's at least a dozen people that come on every week, plus then a whole bunch of other people that are just interviews for, you know, the time and place and whatever event is coming up. And uh, of our regular contributors, there's several of those people that are incredibly um, organized and well-prepared, and they are always asking me, well, what are we going to talk about? And I say, well, here's your broad topic. That's all you need to know. 
Right, and I think that's one of the glorious things of radio, and that's sort of the way that we formatted the show totally. initially was like, you know, Ryan and I, the first couple, really tried to line it out and stick to the outline, and then we realized we never even looked at it. And the beauty of this platform and the beauty of radio is it's really a conversation. Right? We're not, That's right. We're, That's not, right. We're, we're not the ones responsible for reporting the news. We sure. get to talk about the news. We get to talk or, or whatever else we feel like. And hopefully it's entertaining enough that people tune in and people want to sponsor it and, and get in. But, like, you know, we're not breaking scores. We're not breaking stories sure. here. You know that that's that's the that's like your other job. That's like the totally. skyline guys. That's yeah. the you know you're diving in. You're going to the press conference. We're here to get the human side of it and make it fun and make it entertaining. And I think that's the part that sometimes people get like so worked up about and then just realize like, all right, remove the mic and imagine you're just you're just BSing with one of your buddies. That's exactly and, right. And that's what the, that's what it's supposed to be. And that to me is what like I listen to a lot of talk radio, I yes. to podcasts, everything else. And I think the ones that are the most entertaining are just conversations where you feel like you get to know. The, the people talking. So here's the way that ESPN Radio works. You are listening to ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Thanks for being with us here on Nuanas Now. Celebrating our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. Happy to be along for the ride, like I have. Tucker Sargent in studio. So for those that don't really understand, ESPN National, there's at National ESPN Radio, but you could become an affiliate of ESPN National as we are here at ESPN Missoula. And what that means is that you, you pay an affiliate fee each month, but you also are required to run some of the national programming, but mostly you're required to do most of the national avails. So that means you're required to run the ads nationally uh, that ESPN has sold nationally. It benefits ESPN because they can tell, you know, their, their national insurance company or their national, you know, cola company or, or wh- whatever. Hey, we have 300 affiliates coast to coast or whatever it might be. But then as a local affiliate, you can break in and crack the mic for however much of the inventory you're comfortable selling and also how much of the inventory they're allowing you to break in. So, for example, a lot of times people ask me, well, you know, is there any plans to have all sorts of shows all over ESPN Missoula? There is in the future, particularly as Missoula grows, but as of right now, we could really only have stuff from 2 p.m. in the afternoon on because we are sort of required to run some of the national stuff, and that's fine. There's nothing to complain about there. But that's why I think that you guys had the initial great vision, and then since I've been on board, I've been really hammering that element of it home every single day is hyper-local when it comes to the state of Montana is what people that are listening to this show are most interested in. By the time you get to 4 o'clock on a weekday, you know about LeBron James and Serena Williams and Tom Brady, and we like to give you the Montana angle of that, sort of the the comedy and the the takes of those sorts of highly visible national stories. But we also want to be the only place you're going to hear from the girls Gatorade cross country runner of the year, or, you know, like your Grizz hockey guys. We've had a great time having those guys in the studio. I love talking lacrosse with you because yeah. you're not hearing that anywhere else. So that, that's just sort of the, the, the way that we've wanted to do it. And it, it seems, you know, I mean, here we are, we're on year 10. So I think everybody out there has uh, enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Uh, but I, I do think though, that's another thing that, that uh, has been reinforced to me, which makes me very happy and proud is that people are in Montana Love hearing stories about people in Montana. There was always this notion like, well, you got to keep it towards the revenue sports. They got to talk all football and men's basketball. 
No way. Some of our biggest, most downloaded episodes on the podcast are like Quinn Wolferman last week, the kid from Missoula who won the X Games gold medal, you know? Right. Or like when we had your uh, your hockey captain in here. That one got a whole bunch of downloads because he shared it on Facebook. Now his mom's listening. So that part I think is really cool and also very unique. Oh, totally. And I mean, that's the fun part about this. And, you know, one of the things that I love to do that uh, I think the show's kind of gotten away from, but, you know, bringing the other just general <laughs> thoughts of what's going on in the world or in sure. town. I mean, I think it's a great time to just, this should be fun. This should be a break. And for everyone else, like, just you got a few minutes, enjoy, and just hear about stories from around around the state and what people are doing. And I think uh, I've been very impressed with the access you've had to local athletes. And I think that's yeah, something that's, thanks, that's been really been good. You know, Ryan and I um, had more of a macro perspective on it, but the way you've been able to dive in and get in touch with, you know, these these athletes from especially the class BC schools, because sure. everyone focuses on the AA and the FCS yeah. or whatever. But I think what's interesting is to hear the stories of the people having success or from areas where you just wouldn't think it would be possible to be good at something. Totally. You know? <laughs> You're out in Weibo, and you're thinking like, uh, I don't know what's in Weibo, but say there's a, a great cross country runner, sure, or, sure. or you know, a six man, you know, guy who's got a chance right, to go play right. at a higher level. I mean, it's that's the kind of stuff where it's like, I want to hear how this guy came up and yeah. what made him him. Absolutely, Tucker Sergeant in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas. Now it's our tenth anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. We'll be celebrating that throughout the month, but specifically each Wednesday here, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill has been kind enough and generous enough as the first sponsor of this show way back in the day they 10 years ago. One. Thank yep. you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. I did, he, Brad was just in here dropping off the wing certificates that you're going to win. How about one more time here in segment number one? Ten wings for the 10th anniversary of ESPN Missoula. Call us right now, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number one. We got 10 wings at the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. So, Tuck, I know you got to go here in about five minutes, so let's talk a couple things around the world of sports. First, we'll start in Montana. This is the greatest story. I, I was loving this, cutting the sports center for it. This morning, sports center, it was about one thing, one thing alone. The Lodgegrass Indians, the number one team in Class B, two-time defending state champs. They're 13-0 this year. Damon Grovant, one of the best players in the state of Montana, period. Not just now, but maybe ever. Last night, he comes into the game needing 34 points to pass Elvis Old Bull. Elvis Old Bull is widely considered royalty, especially when it comes to native peoples in the state of Montana. He was an absolute legend. I think he was number 19 on Sports Illustrated's list of the top 50 athletes in the history of the state of Montana. This is a guy who didn't even play college basketball. Uh, sure. he, he actually might have gone and played for a year somewhere, but three-time state champion, three-time state tournament MVP. Oh, by the way, he's Damon Gravant's great uncle, so that's pretty cool. But Gravant needed 34 points coming into last night's game to surpass Old Bull's Lodgegrass scoring record. Dude goes out and drops 71. And the- I do it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm following this on Twitter, and I am just utterly captivated. This guy has 38 at halftime. All of a sudden, he's got 45. I'm like sitting here looking up the MHSA record book. I'm like, what's the single game record? 
Then all of a sudden he goes all the way out and beats it. He made 28 field goals last night. He was he made 22s, eight threes, and then also also hit seven free throws. 71 points, unbelievable, uh, unbelievable. And really at any level, I mean, you th- if you compare that to like an NBA game where you know Kobe, I think he had that 81 point game. Obviously, there's Will Chamberlain's 100 point game. I think Kobe that same year had another 60 point game. There's been a couple of other guys up in the 50s and 60s. But high school games are a lot shorter. Like the amount of time you have—that's what I'm saying—is to score 71 points. Is I was I was down at girls' basketball practice. I mean, the game is not 71 minutes long. No, the game's 32 minutes long. Right. That's crazy. I know. I was tired. So you're scoring a point every more than once every 30 seconds. Exactly. And there's no shot clock in Montana either. Did That's, anyone else score? Uh, yeah, they scored 108 points. So they had like a normal <laughs> high school game. Let's say he scores his season average. He's averaged right. about 32 yeah, that, a game. That is an amazing story. Right? I want to know about the other team. Right. Like, well, it was Holy Project. So Holy Project is a solid Class B sports program all the way around. There's some socioeconomic dynamics that go into that. People that know Huntley Project, it's right outside of Billings, and they draw from Warden and a bunch of the other right. ranching communities. They have a lot of money, good facilities. Lodgegrass is the real deal. Tonight, Lodgegrass plays Lame Deer in the Billings Metro. I bet you that sucker's sold out tonight. I actually, if we, I wish, if we would have known that, I would have driven over to Billings and done this show from there because that's going to be a barn burner. That's going to be sweet. Uh, that would be, and that's what's kind of fun too, is see the community support for those other ones. Like the class of AA schools, yeah, you get a lot of people because there's a lot of people there, but it's not, it doesn't have the same pull. When you get a big class, be like when the Adam Center hosts the, oh, you know, the, the BNC tournaments, the place fills up. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and like more than the double-A schools. Absolutely. I mean, it's like the old joke, right? Tonight, if you want, you can go do whatever you want in Lodgegrass or Lame Deer because ain't nobody going to be there. <laughs> right. They're all going to be in Billings watching the basketball game. Tucker Sergeant in studio. I know you got to go. So last thing for you, we have to get your thoughts because this has been the number one thing that you and I have talked about on this show for years. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady, retires. Oh yeah. What I mean, you are a long-time New England. Coming. You have long you have deep New England ties. You're a long-time mm-hmm. Patriots fan. I thought it was utterly fascinating and also quite uh quite petty that he wrote a 19-page Instagram post and did not mention the New England Patriots one time. I thought that was incredibly uh I thought it was just striking. Uh, you know, I noticed that too and I I mean, none of it really bugs me. He's already (laughs) – he's done great. He he was a great player. He's fun to watch. His last game was vintage Brady. I mean, they were down 15 points, and he comes back and basically ties the game with, you know, I I think – what was it like? They tied it with about two minutes to go. Yeah, two minutes to go. You're just thinking, all right, here he goes. So, obviously, he could still play. So – the way I I read into that and looked at it is he already made that post – Right. Saying goodbye to the Patriots right. and all of that stuff sure. two seasons sure, ago. Sure, sure, sure. And so then this one is coming, going from the NFL, and um, this is the last team he played for. I, it is. You would think the Patriots would be mentioned in it. I, I can't imagine from everything I've read and seen about it that there's really any bad blood. I mean, I don't see how there could be bad blood there. He's never said there has been any bad blood. He's, you know very close with the Kraft family and the ownership. I think that it was just saying this is the last chapter. I've already said, you know, goodbye to the previous chapter. He seems to be a guy who's very kind of linear in what his progressions is and where he's going. Um, And clearly he's got a lot of, you know, fans of Patriots. I mean, it was all over the internet today. Anything that you looked at was, you know, his former Patriots teammates, you know, reaching out to him and Tom talking back to them. So, you know, 
I think people want like like everything that they want to make a bigger deal and read into it more than maybe there needs to be. Um, but personally, I'm kind of glad it's over. I didn't like the last two years in a Bucks uniform, and you know, watching him win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was a Brady fan, but kind of bittersweet, thinking like, man, he kind of felt like he should still be ours. And uh, I, I've been thinking about this since Saturday, and my initial thought was. How miserable is Giselle going to be on a Sunday when Tom Brady's watching the NFL? Because he'll just be like, "Well, that guy's a bum. Why? Why is that guy? He he does still yeah, but have... I, like, do do you think he's like sitting down watching the NFL? Well, that, that's in the, the thing. And, and, and as Andrew Outen, our producer, said, there's no way he's watching the NFL next year. He's just going to go on a cruise for the entire duration of the NFL season and just like distance himself. Right, I mean, from he's got it. all these other things to do, all these other interests, all these things he hasn't done. And totally. I, I don't know if you watched any of the bra- the the, I've watched the, the first, arena. first two. Yeah, yeah. So he, he talks about self congratulatory, nauseating, but it's also interesting because there's a lot of good stories. There's good stories. It, it, even as a Patriots fan, I thought it was like a little. I mean, it's like, dude, you're making this about yourself, like. Oh, man. Like, wait for somebody else to make it about you. I don't know about making it about yourself. It's pretty pretty weird. Anyways, it's not... It's, but, it's, so it's, my, it's my very point is, though, there, you know, there, there was uh, yeah, a couple years ago, he had a four-game suspension to start the season. Yeah. He had to be away from the team, and he's talking about, you know, what he did, and he actually went on, like, a mini vacation with his family yep. and talked about not even thinking about or watching any football and just realizing, like... And I think that's kind of when the wheels started churning. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. he had to still had the drive to play, but being like, man, there's a lot more and I've missed out on this stuff for 20 plus years that I could be doing. And I mean, when you play in a league or do something in a league, you're not really a fan the same way, right? Like, totally. you know all the insides totally. and outs and everything. So, like, you know, do, do you think he, when he's not playing, does he care what the other teams no. are doing or the score, who wins, right? Like, I, and, and that's what I've come around to now that we're sitting here on a Wednesday is that I initially thought he would never walk away until he knew he wasn't good enough to be one of the best players in the game. Then I thought to myself, actually, it's the opposite. If they would have beat the Rams and they would have beat – uh, the Niners, and they're in the Super Bowl, and he wins the Super Bowl, or whatever. If they get to the Super Bowl, I don't think he walks away. I also think, though, because he fell short for the first time in making his voodoo magic and coming back work, he and I actually think that that might be the thing I have the most respect for about Tom Brady of anything. He truly walked away after leading the NFL in passing yards and was second in passing touchdowns at 44 years old, got to the playoffs, won a playoff game, lost to the Rams, walked away. And, like, arguably a pretty strong MVP contender. No question. I mean, I think he's going to finish second or third in the MVP voting. Absolutely. And I think that actually maybe is the most respectable part about him. He was never going to sit there and decline and wait until he couldn't do it anymore, like a la Ben Roethlisberger. He's just leaving right now, and he can say, hey, man, I threw 43 touchdowns when I was 44 years old. Peace. I'm out. And, and, you know, as you get through that man in the arena, there was some good insightful things about talking about, like, because it it talks about each individual season and how, like, just depending on chemistry teams, different things lined out. Like, some seasons are fun and they're easy, they're happy-go-lucky, but, like, sometimes it's a grind. And it's like anything else. Like, you have moments in your work life where, like, you kind of just got to trudge through. And, you know, he was talking. I I heard an interview with him uh, even this year where he was talking about, you know, last year, was a really it was a new exciting thing trying right. something new it was, right. the whole season was pretty fun like there wasn't a lot of expectation you know it was a good team but you know it's the first year with it what's going to happen obviously that they it went as well as it could comes back this year 
Things are a little bit different. It's a bit more of a grind. There's not sort of the same desire every day. He's day dealing in, day with out. Antonio Brown yeah, losing his hooky two mind. Like, uh, and, it is. It is different. It's so here's different. the question for you that that I think is the bigger one. Yeah. What does Gronkowski do? Oh man, because there's a lot of quotes saying Gronk says well, Brady's my quarterback. I'm never yeah. playing for anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Well, I, I do think though that there's. Bruce Arians is sort of outside the mold of the of the status quo NFL coach. That is why he had a hard time catching on. Then once he found his niche and then he found his guy, I think he empowered Brady to the point where that's what the other thing. I think that Brady went on this sort of two-year uh, retirement tour in Tampa Bay because Brady wanted to be able to be himself and actually humanize himself to the football public. I actually find myself liking Tom Brady a lot more than when he was in New England because he was just so... You know, good soldier, I.I. captain, doing the Bill Belichick shtick for totally. 20 years. But I do think, though, because Brady, you could see how he was set free by playing by Arians. I think the Tampa Bay is going to get a brand-name quarterback. I would not be surprised if, like, Aaron Rodgers goes there, Russell Wilson goes there. Somebody's going to try to go to Tampa Bay, and then that's going to make Rob Gronkowski's decision a lot more difficult. Yeah, I, I just I think that's that, that to me is the bigger question. Like, you knew Brady was going to go, and... It, talking about the Arians and the looseness, like I get it. Brady did the the the, the Patriot thing for so many years. Yeah. There's a lot of guys in the Patriots though who played their whole careers and say this was perfect. This is what we wanted, right? Right. And for Brady, it was that way too. But after so long, anything can you you may just want to be like, let's try something else. A lot of people want, and now I'm going to kind of defend the Patriots, but a lot of people want to knock the Patriots like, oh, it's too regimented. Look, they drove the the best quarterback away. No, they kept him for 20 years and, and won, won six seven Super, Super Bowls. Bowls. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess six. Six yeah, Super Bowls. Yeah, because seventh was in Tampa Bay. Absolutely. But, like, so people want to say, see, it should have been that way. It's like, no, because everyone's been doing it the other way. Right. And you haven't had that. Exactly. So I, I think that, yeah, okay, maybe it, it, it's tough, but clearly the toughness of what Belichick demands of his players, it performs. No question. Tucker Sargent in studio. It's our 10th anniversary celebration here at ESPN Radio. We're listening to Nuanas now. I'm sure you'll be back around soon. You guys got a road trip to get ready for, though. Grizzly Cross kicking off this weekend. Corvallis, Oregon, Oregon State, Saturday, 1 p.m. Watch it live on grizzlax.com. Gotta love it. And uh, will, will our guy Jeff be on the calls? This is oh, yeah, debut? Jeff's getting on the bus Let's with us. Let's go. Jeff Safford. Uh, He's getting new tires All on the way right into now. the fold here. At, at, at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. You know him because of his uh, work as the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, but he will also now be calling Grizz Lacrosse and Grizz Hockey Games for us here, ESPN Missoula, as well as grizzlax.com. So you can check that out if you're interested in the action from out on the West Coast. Thanks for swinging by, man. This was fun. You bet. Thank you. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime anywhere msubookstore.org MSU Bookstore your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.